welcome back to the We're Trying podcast. I'm your host, Amy, and I'm joined by Annie. Hello. Hello, and welcome back. So today we're going to talk about post-grad, so graduating college and entering the career world, which we did. I did it in 2017. So how many years ago was that? 17, 18, 19, 20, 22. That was six years ago. We wanted to start off by reading our New Year's mantras from people that DM'd us on Instagram Mm -hmm. um, because that was our last episode. So Annie, do you want to read those? I will read the first one. So it's coming from a listener. So hers, her mantra is do it scared. Take on new challenges, even if you're afraid and don't be held back by it, which I think is amazing. Um, I know this person and uh, I'm excited to see her take on new challenges and it's going to be awesome. I'm excited. So another one of our listeners, her goal is to complete a chapter of her master's thesis in Spanish. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> that That is a lot. I mean, I could barely write her a master's thesis in English. So yeah. <laughs> girl for being able to do that in a completely different language we are rooting for you you know who you are we're rooting for you got this we're proud of you we're cheering you on let us know how it goes please or let us know how it's going because i'm sure you don't do that all in one night right no that's (laughs) not the good way to do it but yes we are rooting for you let us know how it's going we are here to cheer you on okay so moving into a little bit about of our background our education, if you will. We're so educated. (laughs) Annie, what's your degree in? So I have a degree in criminal justice investigate. No, actually, no, it's not investigative services. Whoa. I have a degree in criminal justice victim services. Um, So that means, what does that mean? been so long so um victim services is um like a victim advocate in a police department or um hire working along with victims domestic violence um victims anything along the line of i guess the term victim i also did um, juvenile justice which is kind of related to victim services in the same Like I did a lot of juvenile justice classes along with victim services classes, just because sometimes a lot of the kids are victims. So it kind of goes hand in hand. So um, that's, that's what I have a degree in. I don't have a master's. Uh, What do you have a degree in Miss Amy? Uh, I have a bachelor's degree in elementary education with a concentration in psychology, more so child psychology. And then I realized that teaching wasn't for me. I always wanted to do something more on the psychology side of it. That's why I chose the psychology because I knew I wanted to go into like counseling or, you know, something like that, more psychology than teaching. And then I realized the teaching field wasn't for me. Then in, and I graduated in 2017. And then I decided in 2019 to get my master's in developmental disabilities. And I ended up having two concentrations because I love being stressed. So I chose early childhood and child life, which would allow me to get my certification as a child life specialist, which I'm still working towards, but I'm going to take a little bit of a different path per se. So with those degrees, um, there's actually a pretty good mixture of things that I could go into. It's kind of just finding the right fit. Um, But luckily, I think both of our majors have a good amount of options. Even so, I think the common thing now is 
yeah, a lot of places want you to have a degree. Like everywhere just, wants you to have a degree. Everywhere wants you to. But I feel like especially now, like after COVID, people have gone through career changes, dream changes. I feel like a lot of places are accepting of other qualifications. Am I wrong? I would say since COVID, it's been a little more lenient. Yeah. That's kind of what I meant. Like you, you know, your, your job working with adults with disabilities is not really criminal justice related. I think at this point, it's like, if you have a degree you're in, like you, you can get any job you want. Yeah. It's some reason they're like, you have to have a four-year degree, which doesn't really make sense to me, but that's. No, I mean, my, my brother he doesn't have a degree and it's been really challenging for him to find a job that's meaningful and something that he really wants to do. And college just wasn't for him. And I know college isn't for a lot of people. And honestly, like I'm with them on that. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I'm like, yeah, I wish, wish I didn't have all this debt. I wish I went to like community college. I wish I commuted, you know, all these things that I could have done. But, you know, the I always say the experiences that you had would never have led you to today. Yeah, I just feel like nowadays you go on Indeed or Glassdoor or any of those job hunting sites. And it's like, ma- like even like now, it's like master's degree, mm-hmm. um, bachelor's degree. And it's that, it's it. And like you said, it's like, it's hard for people that, you know, didn't go to college because some people just, yeah, like you said, it's not for everybody. And it's hard yeah. for people to find those meaningful jobs. Like you said, like my brother's in the same boat. Um, he's kind of had just kind of basic level jobs because I don't, yeah, it's just in today's society, they want you to have a degree, which kind of It's sucks. unfortunate, especially like for those super niche jobs. Mm-hmm. Like, like take Dan, for example, he has a four-year degree in computer mm-hmm. science. If you were just someone who came in off the street. I like computers. I'm good with computers. I don't think they could do his job. Even if they're better than him. Even if they're better than him, they don't have the four-year degree and it's, that's uh, just the way it is. But on another hand, I've also had some jobs, like I'll talk about, you know, my little jobs that I've had here and there. I worked as a medical receptionist um, in an eye doctor's office, uh, when I was starting my little child life career, because I wanted more like medical experience because child life, you work mainly in hospitals with like medical procedures and doctors and nurses. So like you need to know medical terminology. So I was kind of like, hey, I don't know anything about medical, like anything. So why don't I? Yeah, I was like, why don't I get my foot in the door? I could be a receptionist, you know, whatever. And it was great they were kind of like, you don't have any like receptionist experience. Like it was, you know, but then it also kind of depended on like the interview, which I think that can happen too, for some people, you know, you don't have all the qualifications, but if they see that you're eager to learn and you're a personable human and things like that, they gave me a chance and I ended up loving it. Um, We were a great team, the doctors and and I made a lifelong friend, my friend, Michael, shout out to you, Love you. a lifelong friend at a job I never saw myself at jobs. You never think you could have end up being good sometimes. So sometimes you fall into the right place Yeah. and it's just, it's, I've had so many like part-time jobs. Me too. Well, no, actually I think all of mine were full-time, but it feels like part-time. I don't know. They're just kind of like little tiny jobs. Like it's not like a job. I don't, I don't know. I have a weird definition on like a job but that's just a personal you know personal thing 
Not necessarily. We both have like all throughout, like from when we were 16 to now, we've had like silly little jobs. <laughs> what was your, what was your first job? So my first job ever was a lifeguard at the beach club in our town. That was my first job ever. And it's not even something that like I found online in the traditional way. It was kind of like my mom was working there. I was a swimmer and I had a lifeguard um, certification because let's be real, all swimmers are lifeguards. So I kind of like already had my foot in the door. So it was a pretty easy gig. It was pretty easy to get in. I didn't really interview. It was kind of just like, can you swim? Do you have a lifeguard certification? Okay, you're in. (laughs) You're in, you're hired. You look like a child. You are a child, but you're going to save some lives. (laughs) Yeah, that was my first job ever. And honestly, I loved it. And my roommate here um, in uh, San Diego had the same job. Yeah, that's how you guys like knew each other kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And swimming. Yeah, we worked together. Yeah, so it was... um, it was a good experience for sure, especially being 16 and getting your first paycheck and being able to afford things on your own, like craziest, craziest time. I would love to go back again and like receive my first paycheck. And do like, you remember oh, making like, yeah. Do you remember how much you, an hour you made? Um, I would say, I don't know, 15, but I don't think that's wow. Right. That's a lot. I don't remember. I don't know if it was 15. I don't remember. I'd have to ask. I mean, obviously a decent amount for a kid that's only 16 that's living at home. Like I racked up some money, you know what I mean? Yeah, (laughs) no, I was, I was literally, when you said I would like to go back in time and earn my first paycheck, I remember getting paychecks for like $300 and I was like, like, I have made it. (laughs) What am I going to buy? I have a lifelong savings. Like I literally thought I was like the richest person alive. Oh yeah, because then you know what we did as 16 was like get get food and go to Walmart and like that's all affordable stuff. So we're it's like so true dollars worth of like money we can spend at Walmart and Ashley's. I made I worked at a daycare my first job. Mm-hmm. Uh which if you know me, I kids are just my life. So that makes total sense that my first job was at a daycare. Uh and I made 1050 an hour oh man okay yeah so yeah minimum wage must have been like 10 bucks 11 bucks it was lower than that because I made more like I came home and I was like mom I'm making 1050 an hour and she was like what you are yeah it was like eight something I like felt I was like I'm making so much money (laughs) look at me go and I only worked like you know I used to complain about the hours I would work after school from like we got out of school high school at like two o'clock I'd go work from like 2.30 to like 6, like three days a week. And I'd be like, I am so tired. I'm exhausted at like 16. Like, Amy, please. And also, can we talk about a daycare trusting a 17-year-old to be a teacher all day, every day for like the summer? I had adult supervision kids they're not they don't know what's going on (laughs) I like I'm flabbergasted when I remember sometimes like I was 17 and I had a full classroom of little children when I put on my resume I've been working with children for over 10 years (laughs) 
that's how you know you're old right that's disgusting over 10 years <laughs> like 10 plus years of childcare experience I put that on my resume that's crazy that's, that's wild. crazy very funny. thankful for those yeah. first jobs yeah it's funny how we get jobs at 16 and like the public trusts us like yeah you know we go through an interview process and you know not everyone makes it at 16 to get a job but it's just weird to think like yeah you had a classroom full of children I literally watched people swim and if someone drowned they're two times the size of me I would have to swim and save them and I was like like (laughs) so that's that's so crazy like we were literal children yeah. Now that we, um, so we talked about our first jobs. I want to hear about your worst job. My worst job. I don't know if I've had a worse job. The, my lifeguarding job did turn into the worst job and then I eventually quit, but it's because of 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 um our managers change. So like our main one that I started with was awesome. Shout out to Phil. Loved him. But then we got this new guy, Tom, which I despised him. I think he was terrible. And that turned into like my worst job. Cause I love, I have loved all my jobs. Truly. I'm very grateful for all my jobs, but, um, he made it terrible. <laughs> so, uh, I left and he, it was just, he was so self-centered. He was like, oh, I went to uh, like Olympic trials and, oh, the win. Uh, uh, it's just like the things <laughs> that he said were just so absurd so and he would drive me bananas and he would never remember like my roommate like they, she had to take time off and she told him like a hundred times like I'm take we're like we're leaving on a family vacation and then like they were on the family vacation and Tom calls and was like where are you guys like he just was the worst ever and he's the reason why I quit so I would say like it was good and then like it became the worst job because of him but it was still a good job so I don't know. I'm very yeah. grateful for what I've had. So what about you? What's your worst job? Oh my God. Well, it's funny that you said like, because of the manager, it was the worst job because because of my manager, my worst job became my worst job. So 2020, I moved from Connecticut. I was working at the eye doctor's office um, and I was applying to jobs to move in with Dan up in New Hampshire. And I stumbled upon a medical receptionist job at an eye doctor's office. And I was like, Hey, I'm already doing this. Like, let's, you know, oh. let's just pop on over. Oh my God. All this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Me too. I block it out. Cause that's a trauma response and I'll get, to, <laughs> and I'll get to that. Um, not trauma. Okay. I'm being really dramatic, but like, that's a thing when you like, you know, well, yeah. I, I blocked it out. I, I don't remember that I worked there until I, I talked about it with my therapist like two weeks ago. And ever since then I was like, Oh my God. I worked there anyways. So I have an interview. They accept me like on the spot. That's the first red flag. Okay. So I move up here and they were really nice. And they were like, Hey, take two weeks, get settled in. And like, you know, you can start. They gave me like a month, like from the time that I interviewed to when I started, they gave me a month. And I was like, wow, this is great. They're so nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, foreshadowing yeah so it's a much bigger place uh I think honestly the only reason why I was given the job was because I was trained on the computer processing system that Mm -hmm. they used Mm -hmm. uh and I can't see I blocked it out of my head I can't even remember the name of the 
software. <laughs> that's how much I hate it. Um, I literally can't remember, but that's fine. So whatever. I move in, I get the job, I'm doing my training. It's good. Like it's busy. It's post like in the midst of COVID. So we're, it's, you know, super restricted. People have to wear masks. We're yelling at people that they're not wearing masks. And a big part of my job was insurance, not covering all of the insurance stuff, but you know, when we would put them in our system, we would get your insurance card, put all your stuff in. They would let us know if they're covered or not. And we would sort it out with the um, patient. So this one story, I was doing my thing and somehow, some way, I didn't communicate to the patient that their visit wasn't covered oh. by insurance. We didn't accept their insurance. I guess someone had told him on the phone, but they specifically told me to remind him when I checked him in and I didn't. I don't know why I, cause a million and a half other things were happening. The phone's ringing. People are talking to me. Yeah. So many interruptions. I never had a minute to myself in this place. Like I would go to the bathroom and cry. Cause I was so overwhelmed in this eye doctor's office like, <laughs> in, New Hampshire. in New Hampshire, a New Hampshire eye doctor's office. You would think that it's like this high traffic. Like you would think I'm in a hospital. Like that's how nuts it was, but no, it was an, I whatever. So the patient goes in for his visit. He comes out and he goes, oh, I'm usually just billed for my visit. Fine. And I was like, okay, have a nice day. He calls back like three days later, I guess his insurance told him that it wasn't covered and he had to pay like $500. Yeah. He was not happy about that one. So he talked to my manager about it, who also handled all the billing and whatever. Mm -hmm. She comes down. Granted, there are patients in the building. There's coworkers. She sits down in the chair next to me. She turns my office chair with her hand and goes, tell me why I have an angry customer on the phone yelling at me because of what you did. I should transfer him to you and have him yell at you. I'm embarrassed. You're embarrassing me. All of these other things that I can't remember because I blocked it out. That's my so heart crazy. is racing right now telling this story. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I, oh, I, and then I had to go on my lunch break. And you cried the entire lunch break. I did. I, well, luckily I were, I worked really close to my house. It's like a mile away from our apartment. Mm -hmm. I came home and I immediately burst into tears. So my entire lunch break, Dan and I are like talking about what just happened. Then I had to go back to work for like four more hours or whatever it was. And my coworkers that I walked in and they were like, wow, we're surprised you came back. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay. Did people not come back? <laughs> well, they were like, you got like screamed at. And I was like, yep, I did. Luckily we wore masks at the time. So I could just like make a stank face or whatever I wanted to. And I just went about my day. Cause I was like, I am not going to let this person like ruin my life. Yeah. Um, and I told her, I said, I will call him and apologize if you want me to. I'm deeply sorry that this happened, but there's like, I'll call him and apologize, but there's nothing else we can do. And like, I started looking for new jobs like the next week. I and, remember. Yeah. And you, yeah. you have a terrible coworker and just like, it, no, it, it was my manager mostly. Okay, maybe that's something. Yeah. You just had a terrible manager, terrible manager. And ever, and then she like was happy with me the next day. I'm like, you can't yell at me. And then like, ask me how my weekend was $5. like, that's no, that's not okay. The girl, oh my God, I laugh about it now. The girl they brought in, the girl that I trained had no experience. I remember. 
remember none. you telling me that. Yeah. Absolutely none. And I and it was awful, right? It was an awful Yeah, life. it was awful. She was great. I mean, I loved her like personality-wise. I thought she was great. So she was easy to train. Mm-hmm. But then like she still knew nothing. And I was like, tomorrow's my last day. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and then I recently found out the girl the my other coworker who I really liked, she left shortly after I did. Because she was like in charge of all of us. She was like the head receptionist, had been doing this for like 20 years, and she left. Mm -hmm. She was like, This place is toxic AF. It is like the place on the on the podcast. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, I would never do that. Um, and I don't associate myself with anybody. They're like, you can come be a patient if you want. Nope. I will go straight to your competitor. Actually, I go to the office that competes with them (laughs) as I should. And I didn't even mention like, cause my records were on file at this place. Cause I thought I was going to go to that place, you know, cause it would be free basically. And, uh, yeah. So they were like, Oh, we got your records from such and such. I'm like, yep, mm -hmm, let's move on. (laughs) Don't even mention them. Okay. Thank you. Don't even mention them. Goodbye. Uh, It really depends. Like Coworkers and managers really break um make or break a job you know like it's sometimes it can be like the literal worst job but if you have good coworkers and a kick-ass manager like it is a good time it is a great time all in all <laughs> i know i just told like a super dramatic story <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna need to talk to her therapist about that one. Oh my god i have therapy next week thank god okay. Hold on um, it. no this is partial <laughs> therapy all in all, I want to say that I've learned, even though I've had so many jobs and like good jobs, bad jobs, okay jobs, I feel like you learn something from like every job experience that you have. Like whether it's like you said, manager and coworkers make or break a job. Well, you learn, you learn so many skills. Every job that we have, we're learning something new. You know what I mean? Right. So like for you, it's communicating with kids and then communicating with adults, communicating with insurance, and then moving on to getting your master's, like relearning how to go to school or learning new ways to go to school. Like every job that you have, you're always learning something new, which oh, is absolutely. Like awesome. And, you know, for me, it's like, you know, being a lifeguard and then going to work at a liquor store. Like how random is that? Now I've learned <laughs> so much about liquor and beer and wine and then, you know, going from just all different kind of jobs you learn so much and I think it's right. important you know some people have one job for 40 years and that's great and maybe they learn something new every day but there's some people that you know were job hoppers and yep. uh, <laughs> same I don't think there's anything wrong with that and no I, mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that I think yeah it's, it gives you all kinds of different skills like you said like mm-hmm. your liquor store job probably gave you like customer service skills and like talking yeah. to people and mm-hmm you know, you learn something new, like even if the job isn't the best thing ever, you still learn. And yeah, yeah, that's all you can really ask for. We would love to hear from you guys about what your worst job and best job, or if you have like a traumatic story like Amy did. And (laughs) we're going to read that in next, um, the next episode, we're going to open up, um, I think each week with kind of feedback and stories from you guys. So leave your worst job best job stories and we will share them on the pod and that's all we have for you guys today thank you so much for listening follow us on instagram we're trying underscore podcast or email us we're trying podcast at gmail.com and we will talk to you guys next time see you later bye